0: The <laughs> on to another edition of Be Honest, so I'm excited about our guest today. Uh, he's a friend, I would say perhaps a friend of the show if you will, depending mm-hmm. on what we talk about. Uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr. Um, so you know there is so much to talk about. Everyone will talk to you about your dad, Ice Cube, and what he's what he's actually accomplished. You and I actually first met with you and your dad, right? Remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah, back a while ago. Back a while ago. It um, was when Straight Outta Compton yeah, was coming SFC, out. Yeah. yeah, that was, I mean, that was a, and you were on the podcast then mm-hmm. before it was a pod show. Yeah,
1: yeah. Dang. That's why I, I didn't know if we was gonna do That's <laughs> you like
0: are we on camera or yeah. we're not on camera? Wow. Well anyway, welcome to Be Honest, the updated version. Uh I have to start with this because uh as we know, Tuesday uh will be the last game of the season for our beloved Lakers. Uh homegrown here, so we're keeping it real, real homeschool. Right. Um if I had to ask you in your honest opinion, what would you describe the problem was this season?
1: Um injuries. You know, uh Lonzo Ingram and LeBron only played 23 games together LeBron James missed more games this season than he has any other season and there's things like that that you cannot ignore you know I go I could go back and forth on Twitter all day with people <laughs> telling me it's excuses but being injured is being injured and uh, people got to remember when when Kobe retired Gary Vitti retired too and he you know, that was our trainer, that was our guy. Things are, are changing all around the organization.
0: It's so funny because guys, he does not, uh, play for the Lakers, but earlier today we had, uh, Rick Fox, three-time NBA champion. Ooh. Ooh. Rick Fox. It, 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 it just, it just Fox. hits home when you say Rick three-time Fox. Three-time champion, Rick Fox. I, I asked him the following, let's listen, and then I wanna, I wanna revisit your take. Okay. I wanna look at this year, and I wanna ask you quite simply, in your opinion, what went wrong? Health. If mm. I look back to the Christmas Day game, and I think of LeBron's injury. the Momentum was building, and then he was down. He was down for a number of months. Uh, when he returned, I think the trade deadline also then created a, a situation for our young players to experience what it means to be an NBA player mm. professionally and business-wise. Uh, some of them handled it well. Others didn't. And I think at that point, uh, I think in the West is too strong,
1: and we spiraled out.
0: Okay, so listen. Yeah, you know. I, I got to look at the camera and say this, because I am a true Laker fan. However, folks, mm. health is not the only reason. Oh. Health is not the only reason. I, I love the Lakers. I'm going to be honest. I'm asking you to be honest. That's the point of being on the podcast.
1: <laughs> right, okay. Yeah.
0: What was the problem?
1: Um, And we can't shoot.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we can't shoot, you know. Shout out to the, to the vets that we got for the one-year deals, but... <laughs> You know, we wasn't shooting you, you can't trade Zubat for, uh, for Mike Muscala. you know, I'm, I don't know where they make Mike Moscala Laker jerseys at, but mm-hmm. I don't have one, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, Miss Zoo, you know, the L.A. Zoo, like I, I needed him. You know, I, I I, really had a lot of faith in that guy. I hate to see him go to the Clippers, but it's, you know, we just couldn't shoot. We had a bunch of ball handlers, a bunch of playmakers, and nobody wanted to make a play. But O'Shea, I have
0: to tell you this. We aren't even factoring in. I get LeBron was out, mm-hmm. and he
1: is— He's a big piece.
0: He's a huge piece. <laughs> yeah. But then there were a series of other things that happened. Mm-hmm. I felt like that young core, and I say young— was really great yeah. but when they heard that they perhaps could have been traded and this is what this is a business that yeah. messed up the entire chemistry how does that happen for an entire team who's the leader that puts that team back together and says you gotta put your head back in the game this is a business mm. and why didn't that happen for the lakers
1: well you know first, as far as the young core goes before this whole lebron situation happened our leader was julius Randle. You know, that was our guy. And he was like, he was the first piece through all of this. You know, he was our number seven pick. He was the first in the rebuild. And so when we lost Julius, you know, you kind of turned to Brandon. You kind of turned to Brandon, Ingram for him to take the rides until we got I, LeBron James. I, I okay. I, and it, it, it just. Brandon? Brandon, yes. When, yes. when how? Explain. When we, when, when you lose Julius Randle. And this is before you get LeBron James and all that hoopla over. That, that was our senior player. Everybody else is is new to the team. Brandon is the only one that's been here. You don't got D'Angelo no more and he needed to take the reins a little bit. And I feel that losing losing Lonzo is Way bigger than what people think oh, because no, of I, the defense on no, the court.
0: No, I agree. He kept the ball moving. He was excellent in that way, and we totally forgot his, his about defense, that. His
1: defense, his IQ is through the roof. He's he's irreplaceable.
0: So, but here's the big picture. Once we hear we get LeBron, everyone's in the streets. You guys, for folks at the house, <laughs> everybody in the streets in L. A. Dancing. It was a celebration. We thought it was a chip. We was like that close to a chip. We got LeBron. No, we just, back. It's just
1: closer. Y'all keep that same close, energy
0: closer. But we were so mad at everybody, so jealous of us. How do you decide to put? That group of people around LeBron, that's to me what I'm getting at. I'm getting at the front office. I'm getting at the coaching. I'm all like, how do you put this group of veterans around LeBron? Want nobody else available?
1: Yeah, that, you know... That's something that we, we, you really need to look at these, the the one year contracts that were chosen to ride with LeBron this year. Everybody's seen LeBron in the finals. He he wouldn't leave. Like we know what team, what type of team he needs around him. So it was just from the jump, it was an experiment and it just looked like it didn't work. It didn't work.
0: Luke loses his job, yes or no? And if he does, (sighs) why?
1: Unfairly, he, He'll lose his job and it's because it's the Lakers. You know, we, we are a a, a different type beast than what he was signed up for. You know, when he went, when we took on Luke, we had a bunch of young guys, young core, you know, it was, it was fun, it was relaxed, but then, when you get LeBron James and you, you you're trying to like sniff that championship, it, it's just a different. But that's not animal. fair. It's not fair. Lakers not fair. We traded Shaquille <laughs> O'Neal. We traded Shaq. We're not really fair, you know, like like a franchise. So like it's just about winning. And if you don't win, the easiest thing for them to do is to get rid of a coach.
0: So he then it, who's the next replacement in my mind? Who can know. coach LeBron? Is there anybody who can coach LeBron?
1: No. I mean like <laughs> I I I really don't that's the thing, if we're gonna get rid of our coach, we better have somebody in place already. Or I don't I don't wanna That LeBron
0: respects, otherwise yeah. it's the same story.
1: Exactly. I mean, you know, they they saw it with uh what's my man, Mike Brown. Remember Mike Brown? LeBron wasn't coached by Mike Brown. LeBron, LeBron ran LeBron probably that team. hard to
0: coach, and that's the thing. Probably. Like, Eric like Spolstra,
1: Tyron, Lou. Sure. I'ma give Spolstra more credit than Lou. No disrespect wow. to Lou. You're, you know. Wow. But like, Why? Eric Spoelstra had the formula to- control D-Wade, LeBron, and Chris Bosh, make it make them happy enough to win two chips.
0: I, I'll one-up you on that. I'll tell you that D-Wade controlled all those egos. Oh, yeah? Oh. I'll tell you he was the one who led by example and they fell in line because of him and they respected him. I have a hard time believing Spolstra had that much control. I think that D-Wade led so quietly... And that they were, and LeBron was new to all this, and so he followed his lead in the first few years. Spoelstra
1: well, is LeBron's best coach he's ever had,
0: probably. What about Tyron Lue? The rumors of him being a Laker coach.
1: Well, he a Laker always because uh-huh. he won championship. Uh-huh. But like, you know, this coach's situation is just ugly. And I know LeBron, not go. I'm not gonna say he's not going to, but we know it's a better situation if he has another superstar here. And that's why this, this Ugh. summer is so important. We gotta get one of okay. the caves.
0: Okay, you guys, document it. Today he says this summer is so, it's important. so
1: important. It's so important, like.
0: This summer is so important. If we don't get Who nobody do in this to? summer, <laughs> it's like, listen,
1: Kawhi, I keep hearing all this Clipper noise, quit tripping.
0: I, I don't wanna, listen. Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie cannot, thank, you for the, the thank my, you for the meeting. Thank you for the meeting, Kyrie. We cannot talk about the
1: Clippers. Ew ill. Disgusting. Disgusting. Infest in the city. (laughs) city? Y'all need to move. It's just disrespectful.
0: It's so disrespectful. Yeah, man. (laughs) Patrick, Beverly. We are so bad. (laughs) Homers for life. Speaking of home, and uh, I'll take a turn here, a hard turn. Okay. Uh, It wasn't that long ago. Sunday and a half ago. Hmm. About a week and a half ago, we found out that Nipsey Hussle was murdered in front of his store in South Mm -hmm. Central. Yeah. Marathon clothing store. And I think you, um, your father, mm. um, a lot of people who are very familiar with the streets, who understand this rap game probably better than I could ever explain it, uh, were very upset by this. And I think we've been trying to explain it to people who aren't from L.A., what he meant to L.A. Mm. Uh, your reaction to his death and how would you describe what he meant to L.A.?
1: It's um It's a tragedy. You know, when it's so many examples in rap music of people who, you know, are always in the news for for wrong reasons or or knuckleheads or things like that. And when you have somebody who was given back to his community, you know, to better the city, to better us as a people, you see that it was somebody who had the bigger picture in mind and to have them taken away from us is not just about music yeah. it is beyond music it is what he meant to the lives of the people in that community and to us in LA like that was one of our grades and when you're when you're murdered your life story is turned into a what if mm-hmm. because of somebody else somebody who can't see the bigger picture and so it's just it, it's sad on so many levels because you see somebody who was not only trying to who had the opportunity and who made it out, but he was trying to take his people out with him. Well, I want to I want to hang on that for
0: a moment because I'd like to know candidly, did your father ever talk about it? He grew up in the hood. NWA, Dr. Dre, Ice Cube, perfect example uh, of people who were in the streets, who had a dream, who then took the dream and did more than make it a dream. You capitalized off it. They made it a business. What kind of... Life lesson did your father tell you about in terms of his childhood versus obviously what you grew up with and how and what the game is on the streets?
1: It, you know, about it's just about providing for your family, making sure your family is secure, and then once you get into your position, making opportunities for others. There's so much talent, there's so many people out there that's just looking for a door to be open to them, and they'll never get the opportunity because of whatever. Situation that they're going through in their their living situation or however they were raised, they might not even have the mindset to get out. But once you are one to get out, mm-hmm. it is about presenting opportunities to others because that, that not only raises, you know, yourself, but us as a people. If you really want to do better and make the world a better place and all of that, it takes steps like that. As an individual, to to give yourself selflessly, right, to to your people, to better them.
0: I I just look at the blueprint that they provided. Um, we had two short on right after Nipsey's death, and there was a true blueprint. There were there were those who did it before Nipsey. Um, this is what we did. We grew up here. You want to help your people. You want to help the culture. You want to give back. You want to invest in your community to make it better. But what you talk about is a mindset that your father shares with you. That mindset has to be something people can understand. Everybody's not ready.
1: Right, yeah. You can't, my mother, she always tells me, uh, you can't feed a baby steak. You know, you can't give somebody something that they're not ready for. You got piece by piece that, mm-hmm. piece by piece that until they, you know, until they can see it themselves for, you know, what it is. The funeral
0: is right across the street from where we are filming this pod show at the Staples Center, uh, home to the Lakers and the Clippers. Uh, and then we are being Home oh, to the Lakers. Specifically the And <laughs> <laughs> then we're being told that they'll take his casket and they will um Actually, showcase it through the streets of Los Angeles, um, so that people can can honor him. And they actually moved the funeral to the Staples Center, so it could accommodate all of the fans and obviously friends and family that want to pay their respects to Nipsey Hussle. So, um, thank you for commenting on that. We obviously give our respects to his family and friends. And again, I say this over and over again: May he rest in peace. Um, uh, as we in that segment uh, yeah. transition, because. Again, we will celebrate his life on Thursday, and we also want to celebrate what you have going on. I- yeah. I'm impressed by how you have been able to come into this world, this game, another mm-hmm. type of game, this Hollywood game. You did one movie, mm-hmm. um, and you were a, a showstopper. You were mm-hmm. a star. A lot of people say you're just being your dad. But that's still hard to do, and if, if, if yeah. not, more pressure. Is yeah. that not the case?
1: For sure. It's, uh, you know, SOC, straight out of Compton. Uh, that was one of the scariest moments in my life you know i was just a college student and uh you know my dad tells me about this film says yeah they're taking the nwa movie seriously and you know i was happy for him but then he told me that you know in the perfect world i'd play him and so that became a a period of a a two-year audition process to get that working with acting coaches and just proving that i had what it takes and then once you once you do that film after that, everybody has their own idea of who I am or what I do. I was just playing my dad. So every film that I picked after Straight of Compton is to be able to show my range, to show that I'm here to stay.
0: All right, so speaking of range, you have a movie coming up next with the great Charlize Theron.
1: Yeah, oh, she could do everything. I Can you get a your Everything. Movie
0: I would like to talk to her.
1: She, uh, she's great. About uh, many things. <laughs> yeah, I, no, <laughs> she, should, she should definitely come do this podcast. Tell
0: me about the film, the name of the film, and your role in it.
1: Uh, the movie's called Long Shot. It's uh, it's out May 3rd. Yeah. My man Seth Rogen plays Fred Flarsky, who's a political journalist, and he's going after the Secretary of State, Charlize Theron. And she's running for President of the United States. So it's kind of a big fish for him to catch. Mm-hmm. And uh, she used to be his babysitter, and he's Infatuated. He wants to keep talking to her and he doesn't think he can. So me as his best friend, I'm, I'm aiding him on uh-huh. and it leads to him getting pulled on her campaign and a bunch of wild stuff.
0: Okay, wait, so it's a comedy.
1: Oh, yeah, it's a So it's a, a very long smart shot
0: comment. in more ways than one,
1: right? Yes, it's, it's a long shot for her it's to like, become the first female president right? and for him to land. Like the, hey, okay. Yeah, Have how you ever, like, there. stepped
0: to a chicken bin, like, it's a long shot, but I'm going to be like, yo, what's
1: up? Look, Kobe ain't never saw a shot. He was scared to take. Yeah, say it again. <laughs> Kobe ain't never saw a shot. He was scared to take. Shooters
0: gonna shoot. That's the whole point. Shooters, Shooters go shoot. gonna shoot. Shooters gonna shoot. And you also, yeah. I mean, good summer for you, Godzilla. Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Tell me about you know, that. Got Godzilla, uh, May 31st, Godzilla King of the Monsters, and I'm calling it the pay-per-view of monster movies, because if you're a Godzilla fan, you know names like Mothra and Rodan and King Ghidorah, and they're all in this picture. Right. And uh, yeah, it goes down. It's it's, it's, pretty, it's probably the best Godzilla movie i've ever seen
0: okay well no no i was clearly you're in it Die. i mean well yeah I mean, besides
1: that besides I mean, that i will perfect. i will
0: say this to you i am very impressed with the way you've handled yourself you do one film and then you wait and i'm a chill and i'm do the next film and the next project and the next project and and you in your own right are creating a blueprint of how something can be done never um, do a movie you wouldn't go see all right i like it that's what i tell my agent all the time <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll go see. um O'Shea Jackson Jr. here on the pod show, be honest. More importantly, he's a Laker fan, guys. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. You had to you had to sit through all of that, but that's why I wanted you on the show. That's yeah. the reason why we did the show today, guys. Look, we the Lakers. We the Everybody needs to we stop the We back next year. year. We back next year. Hands down. We back next year. We waiting for y'all. See you next time on the next edition. The
1: marathon continues. The
0: Marathon continues. <laughs>